0: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of Starship Enterprise. It's five year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before.
1: Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim, and with me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi, that. And this week we're talking about Picard episode nine, which I'm yeah. gonna—I'll tr- try and pronounce it properly. Um, Et in Arcadia, Arcadia ego, part one. Yeah. So I looked this up. I- I'm gonna pretend like you know I took a class in classical stuff, but I've not obviously. And... I'm glad you
0: did. I was just about to go on translate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so well, literally translated. Apparently it's Latin. And it means even in Arcadia, there am I. And apparently, the interpretation of it is that "I" means death, and Arcadia means paradise. So it basically means death in paradise. Right. And it's
0: which, yeah.
1: Which yeah, you can see how it relates to the episode, but it goes a bit further. Like, um, it's the name of a painting, and um, the there's two versions of the painting with the same title. So I'm assuming that that's a reference to Data's two daughter paintings.
0: Yeah, and them all being twins. Them all being twins,
1: yeah. Um, And it's the the painting's like a load of shepherds that are sort of stood around a tomb or something. So I think there's... And I also think this is why they've called it a two-parter, um because you know basically the whole season's serialized so they didn't have to make it a two-parter to end it but
0: um, we've talked about this before on streaming if they wanted to put out an hour and a half a two hour long episode yeah there's absolutely nothing to stop them anymore with streaming
1: so i think that they've deliberately called this a two-parter because the painting has two parts
0: right so i think
1: that's a a deliberate choice
0: yeah, and it's like, as we've said, with the Twins a few times, so yeah, it makes exactly. a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, so that's my understanding of it. I'm sure people who've studied classical art will probably have a much better take on it, but that's what I managed to get from Wikipedia, so... Um, right. So let's have a look at the episode, then, because so there's a load going on in this one, obviously. It's... Um, Setting up the finale, but it's getting a lot of covers a lot of ground this one.
0: Yeah, there's a lot happens, there's a lot happens literally straight off the bat. Oh yeah, the pre
1: credits is is huge and so it you know, it starts off sort of where we left it, the go into the the Borg conduit and everything. And there's a sort of quite a nice little character moment where is hiding under the table because we know that she hates space travel anyway.
0: Yeah, and, like, the shaking about, and she's there, let it
1: end, let it end. <laughs> yeah. So I think they're doing not too bad a job of sort of rehabilitating her after murdering Maddox. Like, they, they don't seem to be coming down on her too hard. I mean, there was the thing about, you know, you're going to go hand yourself in, but...
0: Yeah, but, like, I think they've looked at it like... They're also seen that she's under the influence of a mind probe. Yeah, she's been... exactly. She's been almost brainwashed.
1: Yeah, she wasn't sort of acting of her own volition or... Yeah. She wasn't acting the way she would do normally. It's an outside influence and everything. And then they they get to the planet and, you know, they say we've beaten them there, so they've got a head start on the Romulans using the Yeah,
0: they say a day, maybe two.
1: Yeah, and we find out at the end of the episode exactly how long we've got, but... um, then you get the bit uh, like Soji's saying, "Well, we call it Capelius." Now look this one up as well, and um, Capelia literally means young woman, so we can see where that you know obviously how that ties in. Yeah, um, young planet of birth. Yeah, but there's um, there's an opera called Capelia, which is about a doctor who makes um, a wooden dancing doll. So, ah, right. so, like a little bit similar to Pinocchio, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, so it's named very deliberately as well. They're dropping a lot of these references in this one.
0: Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a lot of there's quite there's some subtle and some in your face if you take the time to look at. Them. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then Narek attacks, and we get a really cool space battle.
0: Yeah, the like to say how long they spent a couple of episodes ago running away from him and. It's a small ship, but it's got massive firepower. Yeah. They actually um, disable it quite quickly. Yeah, they
1: do all right, even before everyone else turns up. And I like, we've talked about before, like how with the modern CGI and everything, we can do a lot more dynamic space battles than we used to do. So you have the ships are like zipping around each other. And at one point, uh, the Lacerina sort of, basically it looks like they slam on the brakes and they let, yeah, Narek like, over which is what you always used to do on Afterburner when you played Afterburner in the arcades that were how you oh
0: that's an old one yeah but I do is. remember doing yeah, that yeah what you used to do
1: you used to slam the thing down and they'd shoot past you and you shoot them down uh, so yeah there's some really cool stuff there and we get the seatbelts
0: yeah like I think it's the first time we have actually seen the seatbelts like actually at, in canon actually, yeah actually in canon like it's in the end. It's in a uh, deleted scene, isn't it? From yeah, Nemesis at from, the end. But... From the
1: end of Nemesis, and they it, they almost do the same beat here, where they sort of you know look at the seatbelts, and I think in Nemesis he actually says, "Oh, it's about time." Yeah, it does. But the the way they look at them here is like, "Yep, yeah, it's obviously a, a nod to the audience sort of thing." So anyone who's and it not, does, seen... and
0: it does make sense. Like we wear seatbelts nowadays in cars.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, so, I suppose,
0: and like. So, like three, four hundred years in the future, they forget about this. For
1: I think, I think the idea was that if you had the the gravity, inertial damper. The, but you know, we saw in the original series it never worked because they were flying about the bridge like a good, and you know.
0: Well, yeah, the inertial dampers were okay for warp drive, but once you start flinging it about, that's back, it.
1: And especially, I would guess on a smaller ship. I mean, I you know, I don't pretend to know how inertial damp dampness and everything works, but. I would guess on a smaller ship like La Serena, you're gonna get a bit more sort of whiplash and everything than you yeah. would do on a massive ship like the Enterprise or what have you.
0: Yeah, so, that makes sense.
1: So yeah, it's good to see the the seatbelts getting the due yeah, finally. A bit of
0: air safety. We're all in for air public safety at the moment.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, then we get you get this sort of the first of a few conversations between Picard and Soji about. Basically, the ethics of killing, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, she got. She's uh, all there for killing him. Yeah, which... and, and he goes, it goes. It's one thing firing at him when he's when he's attacked, but it's a very different thing to attack somebody.
1: Yeah, who's helped,
0: to... to kill someone who's helpless.
1: Yeah, and you know maybe it'll come back and harm I them think, a little bit. Well,
0: I think this is. There's a big thing about this. I think there's a driving force on this runs through the episode. Yeah,
1: we do. We do revisit. And I think we're going it. to
0: see quite a lot of that next episode.
1: Yeah, we revisit it a few times, sort of over the course of this one. But this is kind of the first beat of that where we we talk about whether they should leave him or not, and then yeah. you get the great big hero shot of the bog cube coming through.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, we call that that. Seven would be there. Yeah. We thought we might have the big ba- battle here at the beginning, See, but I it didn't looks think like it's going to be next episode. Yeah,
1: I didn't think we'd get the Borg Cube as soon in the episode. I thought they'd...
0: Well, I think there's been a bit of a red herring play to everyone here with the Borg Cube. How do you mean? Well, we have, like, the Borg Cube arrives, and then next thing we have the flowers come up from the planet. Yeah. And... Um, it gets the siriana and it it like it's big enough to hold that and take it down to the planet but it literally turns all its power off. Yeah. But four of them grab hold of the ball cube. Yeah. But the ball cube's too big so it loses its power and it crashes. Yeah. And it's mentioned about it being broken now.
1: Yeah, yeah they do, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, if you go back to the best of both worlds, so we're going back to the second time we saw the ball. They mention then that a Borg cube is able to operate with 78% damage.
1: Ah, yeah, they do, you right. Because
0: the systems aren't centralised the same as they are on, like, Federation Starship.
1: No, that's true. So, yeah, a few repairs and they'll probably be good to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I, def- yeah, I think
0: they're going to be a surprise when they're back in the fight next week. Oh,
1: yeah, I don't think the Borg cube's permanently out of action. No. And a lot of people have said online, and it's right, it's like the first time you're ever happy to see a bog cube turn up is um, where it yeah. comes through there. And um, then, yeah, there's the, the orchid things, which look... They look organic, but presumably well, I, they're artificial think, to some degree.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that they're just another form of android artificial yeah.
1: life. That's what I... That was my take on it as well, and... You know, Soji says, well, we just call them orchids, so there's orchids. no no fancy names for them or anything, but...
0: Yeah, which I thought was quite nice.
1: Yeah, there's no point it over a, complicating it.
0: it. It made a pleasant change in sci-fi. You often hear really complicated names for yeah. things, and just goes, well, the flowers the orchids, we yeah, call them orchids. they look like orchids, <laughs> but
1: obviously a bit bigger but yeah, yeah the,
0: big, the giant orchids the giant space orchids and we
1: we find out later that they've only got a limited no do they say they had 15 but they're down to 10 they after had 15 this and
0: they've, and they've used five yeah
1: yeah so um then this is the bit where we get this sort of weird funny turn from picard now when i first watched it he says like thank you for coming everyone I thought, like, the androids were speaking through him or something.
0: Yeah, I thought something was speaking through him at first. But it it
1: looks like, given the context of the rest of the episode, that it, it's not, it's somewhat to do with his brain condition and he...
0: Yeah, and he's finally taking hold.
1: Yeah, but I, I don't think that was necessarily conveyed very well at this stage... You know, yeah,
0: it... I think I think he. You think that is something else, but then you find out very quickly. Oh yeah. I mean, when you first see it, first time you're watching it, you think, "Yeah, someone's speaking through him here," because it looks like that. It looks. Trans.
1: And what he says as well, "Thank you for coming, everyone." Sounds like a greeting that's coming from the.
0: Yeah, but you can also see it's like he's gone off on this wild goose chase, and these guys have actually stuck with him and followed him. Oh, yeah. Him.
1: Yeah, it does... It, it makes sense when you you think about it and you recontextualise it, but it, it was a little weird. You know, I'm, I'm not quite sure that they, they got the effect they wanted on first viewing of it. Yeah, I know what
0: you mean. And
1: especially since we go straight to the credits after that and you sort of left it... Maybe that's what they wanted, that you left thinking, oh, what's going on, and then...
0: Well, yeah.
1: I don't know, <laughs> but... Um, Yeah, so, credits, did you watch them this week?
0: No, I'm bad at watching credits. I
1: am, um, but I did actually see them this week, and it says special guest star Brent Spiner.
0: So they ruined it in the credits? They
1: ruined it in the credits again.
0: There's no need for it nowadays. There isn't,
1: it's stupid. And, um, like, Jerry Ryans doesn't get a special guest star now, presumably, so... That sort of solves the mystery a little bit about why Marina got put in um, guest star, whereas Frake's got special guest star. I think basically they're only listing one special guest star per episode.
0: Yeah, possible. Well, and, um, I don't know, because, like, Jerry Ryan's now up to credited with five episodes. Yeah.
1: Well, she's so she one, two, three, four. That uh, sounds about right. Uh,
0: so, when you're in half the season, are you a special guest star?
1: yeah I'm not sure I mean again I I think
0: at that point you start becoming actually almost a a cast regular or a recurring well yeah I
1: mean when you consider we didn't get Elnor until episode 4 and he's credited as a main cast member so
0: exactly so
1: yeah I think it's all to do with union laws and prestige and stuff isn't it but
0: yeah it probably is but yeah
1: they dropped the ball a bit there with Brent Spiner I mean it's not you know it's what maybe halfway through the episode when we get him so it's not yeah you know it's not an, an enormous spoiler but like can you imagine if they'd have done that in descent and it'd be oh no well you couldn't have done spread the spiners in it anyway but uh, i'm trying to think where a villain turns up right at the end uh redemption if they'd have put special guest star denise crosby at the start of redemption
0: yeah and then she just yeah. turns up at the end yeah. you'd be
1: like what
0: yeah why is she here
1: <laughs> yeah so they're not not doing very good with these. I mean, I remember when um, Lost were really popular. Like they were, I read about people who would physically put their hands over the bottom of the screen so they didn't see the the guest <laughs> cast each week because it would give away who was coming and who wasn't. We and, saying, um, yeah, and it's just silly. Like we said, there's just no need for it. Anyway, let's not get too
0: um, bogged down. We bogged down on in the that. It's not
1: yeah. So. <laughs> We get, we come back, and we get sort of flashes from earlier in the season, and you know, you want to go out into the dark, and this might be my last time here, and all this, and yeah. Then we see Picard coming round, and Jurati's seemingly working as the ship's doctor now. Um, pres- well, if
0: all the powers are flying, the image, yeah, the image
1: won't be working, and um, she says, "I found an old tricorder." How... That should have been one that we've seen before. Like that'd have been a nice if it had been a TOS tricorder or something.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not sure. I've got to rewatch Enterprise to check what their um, tricorders look like. Cause like they changed the canon, didn't they, on how props looked and yeah. maybe worth looking at a discovery tricorder again.
1: Ah, uh, it might be, yeah, that's that's a fair point. I can't remember what the Enterprise ones look like, so
0: Yeah. But it could like I didn't take a lot of notice of what tricorder she was using. She just said an old tricorder. No,
1: I would just because when she said that, it just keyed me up to expect to see the TNG ones, and obviously yeah. it wasn't. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it's a Discovery one and they're just reusing the prop that'd, yeah, that'd that had that had made most sense. Have, and... I'll have to
0: rewatch because I didn't look closely enough. I just yeah. took it face value. She found an old tricorder. Oh yeah, yeah. I hadn't been affected.
1: No, that's it. And then, obviously, she's found some evidence of Picard's condition at this stage.
0: Yeah, he says, well, it could be an old... Because it's an old tricorder, and he goes, no. Yeah. The tricorder's reading (laughs) accurate.
1: Yeah. And then this is where he he sort of briefs the crew and everything, and this felt like an old-fashioned sort of TNG briefing. It's like, they seem like they are a proper crew now.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've gone through all the problems, and the melded together, are not they?
1: Yeah, and even though, technically Rios is the captain, Picard is clearly the captain, you know. Oh, it
0: was, well, he outranks him, and he's, he's an admiral. That's true.
1: And so, <laughs> uh, and then, we get Picard's first swear word, and it's, it's only a mild one, but he says, Yeah,
0: and I think under the circumstances, I can, for, I can, I don't mind Picard swearing here.
1: No, I've not got a big issue with it, and, you know i think the thing is always like it's it's context so like picard would never have sworn in as in the position of captain of the enterprise but this isn't the enterprise and
0: these are it isn't the starfleet crew no these
1: it's... are civilians and so yeah i can picard saying you run the risk of pissing me off i thinks fine you know yeah
0: yeah i didn't have a problem with it it was it was a bit of a shock at first to hear him swear. Yeah. The card. But when I thought about it, I thought, no, I don't mind under the circumstances. The guy is dying. He's he's come to terms with it himself.
1: Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's all about the mission at this point. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna don't take let, don't surgery. let it affect the mission. Exactly. And and it shows as well the way everyone's kind of reacting to it, how much they've sort of bonded as a as a crew, really. Yeah. Like, obviously, Rafi knew him from before, but that's it, you know, whereas the, the rest of them are affected by it as well.
0: Yeah, I think Rios has come to respect
1: him. Oh, definitely, yeah. And uh,
0: Jurati, I think, I think she, she respects him as well.
1: I think she does, and I think Jurati sort of feels like she's let him down. and yeah. She's trying to not, you know, she's... I'm not saying that she's feeling bad about the fact that he's dying because she's trying to worm way back in. It's not like that, but I feel like she feels like she's got some redemption to do. And
0: Yeah, like we said, we've already covered this. Like, Has she got redemption to do or was she brainwashed? And I think that... You can quite... I think we can quite safely say by the end of this episode when things that go up that she was suffering from a v- Vulcan mind meld. Oh, melt. yeah,
1: and I think the thing is the two don't have to be mutually exclusive. Like, she was brainwashed, and she could rationally know this wasn't my fault, but she probably still carries the guilt of it, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I, think, I have no doubt that she carries the guilt of it.
1: And I think she wants to make that up to to everyone but especially Picard because it's him that's brought her along and yeah, you know everything so she feels like she's got much to, to prove to him and Soji fills us in a little bit, she remembers being born there but not much else and they say like do they hate us and she says I don't think so and obviously we'll we'll get a lot more of that and there's some good sort of dialogue there with Raffi and Soji where they, Talking about homicidal fungus and our yeah, ex-boyfriends. Yeah, like, that's going to
0: put everyone off the bacon and mushroom butties, isn't it? <laughs> fungus is yeah. homicidal now.
1: Yeah, it's... Look,
0: it does make sense. I was trying to think. I'm sure we've had homicidal fungus of some sort in... Oh, we in,
1: must have done. In There's... Star Trek. Yeah, what were the one... Oh, not sure, Leave The one... The one where they go to the planet and there's the spores and Spock yeah. gets his emotions. And so I'm so sure there was some pretty nasty fungus in that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm sure we will have had some homicidal fungus, but it's a big concern. Rafi doesn't seem <laughs> happy about it. And then they decide they're going to investigate the artifact first.
0: Well, the Seisha was split up, and I like this with Soldier. Soldier goes, No, we should stick together. Yeah, I think We're she's right. We're a crew. There could be homicidal fungus. <laughs>
1: homicidal fungus, exactly. <laughs> and...
0: But I like that Raffy's giving her a phaser.
1: Yeah, yeah. it
0: And showing that she trusts her.
1: Yes, it is. It's always a good. I mean, it's quite sort of dramatic shorthand, isn't it, for showing that we trust you now. Like, we'll let yeah. you have one of the weapons. But yeah. And then when they get to the artifact. Actually, just before that, I wanted to talk about um, this. Feels like an old sort of T O S T N G episode where you've got a crew on an unfamiliar planet and they're just wandering around trying to discover things. And I felt it really had that sort of pioneering spirit of it. Yeah, you know, and it's it is a strange new world. You know, they they don't know what to expect, and it,
0: yeah, it's like and it, like it gets me here, like the ball cubes down and soldiers sort of good. And Picard goes, well, no, we've got friends on there. Yeah,
1: exactly. And he says something else when they get there, doesn't he? Because like, Soji looks worried about being on it again, so obviously it'll bring back terrible memories. And But yeah. Picard says, you know, we survived and they didn't, so, you know, come on, we've got work to do sort of thing. Yeah. Which, again, is showing a, a big change in Picard from where we saw him when he first stepped foot on it earlier this season.
0: Yeah, he was. Well, he had a uh, massive panic attack. He did, didn't yeah. himself, So,
1: uh, but I think it's. I think when he saw the XBs and everything, that's what's brought him round. It's I, uh, as I've said, you before... you do see a
0: little bit of it. One of the XBs calls him Lacutus.
1: I think it's the same one that called him Lacutus. That other episode where it was just it, really weird it, and out of the blue.
0: <laughs> it possibly is, but you see that he's got a bit of a shock again. It's still. Oh yeah. That.
1: It's it, it's something he doesn't want to hear ever again, yeah. you know. But and then we get we get the great sort of reunion with Elnor where he's he's over the moon to see Picard again, and you get a badass entrance from Seven where she sort yeah. of kicks the stuff yeah. over and
0: K- kicks a couple of Romulans down. Are you are you any good at cleaning up messes or just making them?
1: Yeah. <laughs> she. I mean they. We'll get to a very deliberate line a little bit in a little bit, but they are so setting off a setting up a Seven spin off. I mean, oh. it it could not be much clearer. Well, as say we get a line in a minute that does it, but there's a nice little scene between Picard and Seven where she's obviously we don't see it, but she's obviously told him about when she linked back into the Hive and everything, yeah,
0: and she's sort of just coming into the. We've the sort of end of it, don't we? Yeah. And I th- saw them all and I felt them
1: all. That's a conversation I would have liked to have actually seen. I mean, to be honest, yeah, like... I,
0: like, I think, like, probably when the Blu-ray of this gets released... Yeah. There's probably going to be hours of deleted scenes.
1: Oh, yeah, and I hope there is. I mean, I would quite happily watch just, like, an hour and a half where it's just Picard and Seven... Talking about stuff, you know. Talking yeah, well, about the well, different experiences.
0: That, um, his first meeting with uh, Admiral Clancy was cut because parts that yes, were in the original trailer never made it to air.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. There's definitely been some deleted <laughs> stuff, but whether we will get it or not, I don't know. I mean, hopefully we will. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you get you also get Picard sort of lamenting the loss of Hugh and everything. And there's this thing of right. We want the long range scanners working. Well,
0: well, this is where he goes to. Um, Seven, he goes. Are you operational? And she sort It. And she goes. We can be.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: what, do, what do you need?
1: Yeah. And we're we
0: busy. Get like she's there, and she makes a big point here. She goes. We're getting the replicators going with battery power. Yeah. Once they have the replicators going they can fix everything on that ball cube. Oh, like yeah, oh yeah. The, the ball cube operates at seventy-eight percent damage.
1: Exactly. So no, we're definitely the ball cube's coming back. It's not gonna yeah. be just left there. Yeah, um,
0: and like we know the XPs are still there, and we theorise that there's probably still thousands of them on this ship.
1: Yeah, I mean that had it fit in with what we what we know of it, and we certainly see a lot of them at this stage, and then. We find out there's 218 warbirds on the way. Yeah. So we're building to something, definitely. Yeah.
0: It, like, you get the impression it's pretty much the Rom- what's left of the Romulan fleet. Or, it does
1: seem that or, way, yeah.
0: Oh, it's a huge part. Well, it's, it's definitely what was surrounding the Borg Cube.
1: Oh, yeah. And and because you saw them sort of coming out from in the Borg Cube. And, yeah. Yeah, and then we get... Yeah, and they even sort of call attention to it here where we get another goodbye between Picard and Elnor, but it, it says this seems to be all we ever do. Yeah. And he Elnor's sort of like, but it's different because we know you're dying and it might be the last time I see you. And Picard has that it, great line and where and he looks, says... And he
0: looks at Jurati because you get the impression... He hasn't told Elnor, one of them have told him and he it looks straight at oh, Girardi. yeah, it. he
1: looks at Girardi and she sort of shakes, or is it Rafi who kind of shakes her head a little bit?
0: No, it's Girardi. Girardi looks guilty about having Elnor saying So, it.
1: yeah, it might be Girardi who spilled the beans. And Picard has that great line where he says, you know, well, that's true of any time two people say goodbye to each other. Yeah. So he's, he's very philosophical in his out you know his outlook of it all he's taking it very much in his stride and then this is the bit where it they might they're gonna use this in the trailer for the seven spin-off surely where she says, keep saving the galaxy, Picard, and he says, that's all on you now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, come on, that's... Yeah, it is just saying it all up, yeah.
1: isn't it? tune in next year to see the adventures of Seven and Elnor, you know, mm.
0: Well, that's it. Will Elnor be back through Picard season two, or will he go off and be a Fenwick Ranger? Well, that's
1: it. I mean, it's looking at the moment. I mean, it, it's if we take it all on face value at the moment, the series... Would be seven and Elnar and the XBs on a Borg cube doing their own thing. Yeah. Presumably, whatever problems the Fenris Rangers have been having, will be pretty swiftly resolved if Seven turns up <laughs> with that <laughs> if Borg, cube. Got a Borg cube. Exactly. So I don't know. And then yeah, they get to the Android City and. This is another bit that feels very much like old school TNG where Oh
0: I've seen this on a lot of forums to say it looks very old school TNG with the which flimsy uniform Oh yeah that costumes have got on I them. mean to me I I think
1: it does it better than old school TNG did and you know it, there is a sort of for me a feel of a little bit of nostalgia with them wandering yeah. into a city and everybody walking around and but yeah the the costumes are somewhat revealing but for the men and the women but, so they're, yeah, they're not but, discriminating but then again, you've got
0: the fact that they're all androids so do to see it in the same yeah. way
1: i mean it could be that um it could be just that, you know, Dr. Soong that we're about to meet just likes a bit of skin on display. I don't...
0: Possib- possibly. I don't know, oh.
1: but, you know, people have compared it to the episode Justice, which I think is very unfair. Yeah,
0: I think that's... Yeah, I saw that and I thought, no. This
1: is this is immeasurably better than Justice, you know. So let's not go down that route. But, you know, elements of it feeling like old-fashioned TNG, I'm happy with. Um, I think that what we do here is far more interesting than what we did in them early episodes of TNG, but...
0: Yeah, by far it's more interesting. Yeah. So, um, they
1: recognise Soji and they recognise Picard, and there's that bit where, I forget the the android's character's name, but it's the one who doesn't look like um... Soji... No, it's, oh, I it's, can't remember yeah, um, and she sort of touches Picard's face, and she says, "They're just lines, but they imply so much more." We're,
0: yeah, we're yeah. Just, she's almost in awe of him, in yeah. reverence of him, because they she say, goes, "You're Picard's captain." She, like
1: yeah, you were Data's captain. So you
0: were Data's captain, and it's obviously from Data. They have got part of Data's engrams
1: Yeah, exactly. And so they've got
0: bits of his memory.
1: So yeah, they do seem to have this reverence for him and everything, but also seeing a different biological life form. You know, I know they've they've got Doctor Soon there, but
0: and they've had Bruce Maddox. They've
1: had Bruce Maddox, yeah. And so yeah, we get Doctor Soon turns up, played by Brent Spiner. Yeah,
0: we get um, Doctor Alton Inigo. So yeah. Dr. AI song. Yeah, that's a bit. Uh, Dr. Gold song. (laughs) Because Altan, if you put it into a translator, is um, Turkmen for gold. Alright,
1: I didn't know that.
0: (laughs) I saw it on a forum, and you know, there's a lot of you can get a lot of fake stuff and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I tested myself, so I've been on Google Translate myself. Right. So gold. <laughs> and check this out and it is its gold. Right. It translates that as Well, you know, the thing with when... and the Turkmen is um it's like a Turkish um, small community in the in the cent- in Central Asia. Alright. Sort of Middle East sort of things, which
1: mm. That's interesting, and I'll, I'll that almost links to one of my theories. But um, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, let's go through that. Should we do it now? Cause yeah, yeah. I like I saw you put straight up, so I'll let you say what you say because I'm going to agree with you.
1: Okay, my theory is that this is law. This yeah, is this is I... not a biological um child of Doctor Soon. This is no,
0: this is law.
1: This is Law who has aged himself so that the other androids don't suspect who he is.
0: Well, and some of them I might, I think might know and I think other ones don't.
1: Yeah. And he has recruited Bruce Maddox and he's working towards his own ends.
0: Yeah, but he also does a throw when he greets Picard and he says his mm. name, Alton go Song, and he says, um, Dr. Song made me, but he created Data. Yeah. If you go back and watch the episode Brothers from TNG. Yeah. When Dr. Song's uh, got the emotion chip. Hmm. Um, data is described as created and is described as made.
1: Ah, that's interesting. Because, <laughs> <And clears throat> yeah, it's implied that this is a... Uh... A biological son that we didn't know about, and it 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 may turn out to
0: be that. I mean the. Well, yeah, we did have um, what was his name? Arctic Song. Yeah, we did.
1: And you know, a lot of people have like you know, I don't. I did think of it off my own back, but since then, I have seen a lot of people say they think this is law.
0: So yeah, I've sort of as the weeks gone on, and I've looked into it, and so but it it may not be. I've rewatched the TNG episodes with Law yeah it, and he has and he's um, doing law mannerisms that's
1: the thing i'm expecting next episode him to do the classic sort of law smirk and picard will suss out who he is and everything uh though there is it is possible it's still sung and there's some stuff later on that had uh back that up and everything now
0: yeah it, it is but it's like to me it's a sort of a uh, song has this uh Think if he likes tricking people, he tricked Doctor Sung when he got the emotion Yes, chip he
1: did. Into thinking and he was someone else,
0: and it'd be just this sort of thing to s- with his name. I'm an AI.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the the middle. I've o- told you <laughs> the Middle Eastern connection at the end of Brothers. He sings um, Abdul Abdul al the, yeah. the poem, which is about uh, that's it's. it's it has a Middle Eastern setting. I forget the exact yeah. details of it. It's a while since I've read the poem, but um, so maybe I mean maybe not. Maybe we're backing up the wrong tree. Maybe this is what they want us to think. It, um, it,
0: well, I think I think it's sort of like maybe there for people. If you're a serious trekkie, you'll get it, mm. and you watch all this stuff. If you're a casual viewer, you won't get it.
1: No, that's it. I mean either way like if
0: it's if it's people who are just because I know Picard has created a load of new viewers which is great who, which is great who, were, who haven't watched like the 700 and odd yeah previous episodes so they won't get any of this this with Law at all it'll be a big shock to them yeah uh, and like, it might be an annoying shock to them they might go who the hell's Law? yeah who's where's he where's that <laughs> from
1: <laughs> But that's why you can go back and watch your, your old yeah. episodes once you're done with this one. And he also introduced himself as a mad scientist, which is a, yeah. a weird way to introduce yourself. But again, that would be right up Law's street, that sort of humour. Yeah, but, it
0: would. And it's like, we, like, all we know about what happened to Law is that at the end of Descent, he was disassembled.
1: Yeah, but The then, only
0: reference after that in... Uh, Prime timeline is a novel I can't remember the name of the novel right but it says um it was disassembled and for security data kept his head which obviously has his brain mm. in a safe in his quarters that had security safeguards on it that if it was ah. with it, it destroyed the contents but right. when the enterprise D crashed it set off the security uh. things, and law was destroyed for good but that is the only reference, right? If you don't go into mirror universe ones of what chips yeah, yeah. the law.
1: Ah, be inter- I mean, yeah, it's
0: and it's very strange. Like when in if we go back to episode one of Picard, she opens the drawer and she's got B four there disassembled. Yeah, but where's Law?
1: Yeah, I wondered that because surely they'd have B four. Yeah. And uh, another thing that, um, again, I don't take credit for this one. I've read it somewhere. Um, is they said maybe some of the androids, including the one we're about to meet, are made from laws engrams, not datas.
0: Yeah, I think that's happened as well. Which I think would explain on.
1: why we've got some evil ones. Yeah, and so the go... I,
0: I don't think. I think Magic thinks probably this is some. A, a human.
1: Yes, I think Maddox has been taken in by it.
0: Yeah, is Maddox has got hold of the data and engrams, bits of nano, yeah. for cloning purposes. And but Law slips in on some of them is own in, in replacing. Yeah,
1: that would definitely seem to to work, but. You know, it may not be law, we may be backing up the wrong street, we'll see, well, we'll find out next week, I assume, but... No,
0: but to say that we're on lockdown and we can't get together to discuss these things <laughs> yeah. in a separate way...
1: That's true, there's obviously a lot of evidence... <laughs> we're, coming
0: to the, we're coming to the same conclusions... And... <laughs> this is
1: true. Um, so they have a briefing, which looks like the Council of Elrond, they're all sat round on these little benches... <laughs> And it I don't just, know,
0: why wasn't Elmore there for the
1: Council of Elrond? Exactly, it, <laughs> but it, visually, that is exactly what it reminded me of, and maybe it's deliberate. Except weirdly, Picard's off sat by himself so that he yeah. can he can meet Sutra. We find out her name is, who's the sister of Jana. Yeah. One issue with this, she turns up and Rios goes, "That's Jana," and they go, "No, no, no, this is Sutra, the sister." But last week, Rios is going, it was that woman, she looked exactly like, so he never thought to say, "I oh, except her skin were gold and her eyes were yellow.
0: Well, I've wondered about this, it's like, Suji looks human. Yeah. So that sort of, whatever they've done there to make her look human could have been done to law, to how he's made himself yeah, yeah. look human. Yeah, yeah. And is it something that they can just do to each other?
1: Maybe. So you're saying that Jana looked human, whereas Sutra doesn't.
0: Well, when she went up to meet them, they scanned the site was human. They don't want to appear as sentient. Ah, uh, see what you mean. So they've changed the appearance to go meet them.
1: Maybe so, but then
0: like, but... like realistically, it'd mean putting a pair of contact lenses in and changing oh, yeah, colours. Not the a lot. Skin.
1: But then the way Rios says that's Janna implies that that's exactly what Janna looked like, yeah. which it just makes it odd that obviously he would recognise the features of Soji and go, "That's you know, that's exactly that, that's the same person. I can tell that." But yeah. it just seems odd that he didn't say, you know, but her skin was a different colour and yeah. her eyes were a different colour. Anyway, I mean, it's a minor thing. It's not a big issue. It just seems a little bit strange. Yeah.
0: And well, then, it's obviously somewhere that they make themselves look human because of Soji. Oh yeah,
1: I mean, I think Soji and Daj were probably the next step where the the to all intents and purposes are human, but the
0: yeah, but they were three years ago, so why haven't we got other human-looking androids walking around this settlement by now? Yeah, that's very
1: true. I don't know, and then
0: I I think that the natural thing is that they're made in gold because that was the color of data. Yeah. So they're made in the image of him as the father.
1: Right, but they can be altered. Uh... But they can be
0: altered if necessary. Right.
1: If... So So G and Daj, it was because they were going out on these missions. Yeah, uh... being
0: altered, the natural...
1: Which we'll, we'll it, get to the...
0: I, I think that's what it is anyway, that's my No,
1: theory, that right? makes sense. We'll get to the missions, because I'm not entirely clear on some of this as well, but... Um, So, this is another big controversial moment in the episode. Sutra does a mind meld on Girati. How are you with androids doing mind melds?
0: Yeah, this... uh, It depends how accurately they've got the... the sort of physiology close to... That's what I think. ...humanoid. Yeah, like, Soji is obviously... For all intents and purposes, and it is said that, the flesh and blood...
1: Yeah, it is.
0: So, it's a a funny one how this is working. Yeah, if they've made... Is the Vulcan mind meld something that can be imitated if you've got the mental discipline and the physiology? Yeah,
1: can it be done by any brain, or does it have to be a Vulcan brain? Now, there is there is evidence to to back this up so if you go back to the tos episode the changeling spock mind melds with the nomad probe yeah so that's a vulcan mind melding with a machine so yeah. but, it, but it is still spock that initiates it so i don't know i mean it could the writers have thought of a better way of getting that information
0: well I don't think under the circumstances they probably could have unless they're to no. put her in some something like they talk about mind transfer a little bit.
1: Yeah, maybe they could have done but yeah, it's it's a fast and easy way to do it and yeah, it, it, I'm I'm it's odd but I'm not I you know, I'm I'm not gonna throw my toys out of the pram over it, you know. But yeah, I'm all yeah, right I must admit
0: with it. I, I thought, how's the android doing the mind meld? Yeah,
1: and? it's a little bit jarring, but I'm, you know, I'm willing, to, like you, if they make the brains so that the and bl- blood brain and not. I yeah. don't
0: think data could could have ever no. copied doing the mind meld, but these have been made flesh and blood.
1: Exactly. So yeah, I'm willing to go with it for now. So. Uh, we find out a lot more about the admonition then so it the reason it's been sending everyone insane is because it's not designed for organic brains yeah so that that makes a lot of sense that also explains why when the bog absorbed someone who'd been through it 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 took the bog ship out if them them thoughts them engrams whatever it is. Are enough to drive someone insane. I can buy that that would wipe a Borg cube out as well. If yeah, it's...
0: yeah, it's caused problems to the Borg cube in a massive way.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm good with all of that.
0: Yeah, and, and... we have seen from Voyager previously that when Borg cubes have been infected with one thing or another, that. Well, the yeah, whole... The, the collective as a whole has just cut them off.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, the whole thing with Hugh, uh, when the first episode with Hugh, is that they were going to give him this impossible shape and that we're going to take them all down, so...
0: I don't think it would, have. I think the, no, the it, one cube would have been isolated as soon as it started.
1: Yes, I think you're right. Uh, so, yes... Yeah, but so, they we, didn't know that at that No, time. they didn't. <laughs> and then, yes, yeah, so we find out then, this is, it's basically an offer of help from they're described as like a federation of artificial life Yeah. from outside of space and time. And essentially, what they do, my understanding of it is, if an artificial race gets to the point where they're being persecuted by organics, they call for help from this federation and they turn up and wipe out all organic life. Yeah. That seems to be what it is. Now... This race, as we talked about this federation, as we talked about last week, this could be the old ones that are referenced in "What a Little Girl's Made of." Yeah, it, it could it be could "Little be, Girls
0: Made of." The could, old ones. It, um, it, I don't think it'll be from Ironwood with no, that race of androids.
1: Probably not. Um, it could be the race that reprogrammed the Voyager probe and uh, the Voyager probe and made it into Voyager. Yes. So this you know, this could be something that we've seen evidence of lots of times in Star Trek. But we've um,
0: seen the actual
1: yeah. real race. So then we get this bit, and this is the bit that makes me think maybe this isn't law. We have the bit where Soong is talking to I'm gonna call him Soong until he's proven otherwise. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's talking to Gerati. And there's a great bit where he says, "Like shame on you for killing him," and yeah, he's building this golem, which
0: yeah, which is an android body that takes a human conscience. Yes, so you, you which is what little girls are made of. Uh, yeah, That's exactly. How that worked.
1: So if this was law, why would he be building this, and why would he want
0: Girardi um, to help well, him? I, I wonder. Right, so we have uh, Doctor Sung yeah. for the golem, he's made the body and he says, I, I, I did the body, I've got that. Mm. But Maddox was in charge of the sort of for the sentience transfer in that yeah, yeah, he was working on that, the mind transfer. And I wonder if it's part of a deal that Bruce Maddox hasn't known this as being law. Right. And Law's helping Bruce Maddox Bruce is helping him create this race of androids together. Yeah. And part of the deal is that he gets Bruce gets an android body to go on living forever.
1: Ah, it could be. But then why would he carry on working on it now that Bruce is dead? I don't...
0: Well, he's got the body ready. The body is finished.
1: True. But then he's asking... The, the actual
0: golem is finished. He's finished that. Right. And it's only just finding out now that Maddox is dead. True,
1: true. And, yeah, so... The other thing could be that if the, if this is soon, then he wants to transfer his consciousness into that body so that he won't be killed if this Federation turns up.
0: Yeah, it is that as and
1: well, and he'll survive it. Also, this could be a way of saving Picard.
0: Well, I think that like this is sort of like how this episode starts. We get is sort of like. This brain disease, brain abnormality, has Mm. suddenly progressed massively fast. We never saw it properly in the early episodes when he was talking to his mate, the doctor. But I think he's got, like, weeks. It does seem to be that way now, yeah. And we know that it's been okay up to season three. Yep. So we've got to have somewhere that Picard's saved.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, so
0: I I think uh, Picard could be an android for season two. Yeah,
1: Robo Picard. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so then, and I have
0: no problem with that.
1: No, I don't. As long as it's done in an interesting way, I'm perfectly happy with it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, like I'll put this out there now. I don't think this week that we are going to see the end of this story.
1: Maybe not. No. It's... I
0: I think that we're going to get we're going to get a com- a bit of a conclusion conclusion to an arc of like the romulans coming so they're not going to destroy all the oh yeah yeah yeah. or they're going to scatter them possibly romulans might win and scatter them
1: yeah
0: we might have and it might cliffhang with the federation of artificial intelligence editing yeah yeah i don't think i think that we are going to have a three season story arc oh yeah i was thinking of this like there's a lot to tie up in one episode. There is
1: there's a lot of loose threads. Um so yeah, I don't I think there's going to be still some story to tell. Yeah, we might yeah, finish I think
0: we're going to get I think we're going to get a satisfactory conclusion of where it is. Yeah. That we're not going to get too big, but I think that we're going to get a season ending cliffhanger.
1: Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I'm. I don't know if they'll go out and out cliffhanger, but I, I certainly think things will all be wrapped up.
0: Yeah, it's like they've never done that before. True.
1: Both worlds or anything, have they? Yeah, very true. <laughs> um, then we've got uh, Sutra talking to Soji about a solution, and this is sort of the second, the second beat really of the ethics of killing and everything, and it's yeah. Sutra clearly thinks the only solution is we call on this federation and they destroy everyone. Yeah, and Sergi so like wants
0: organic life.
1: Sergi so wants to find a way to save them. Basically, the same. We can, you know, we can get the ship yeah, up well, and running. We can. It's like
0: I'm looking at this and like I know that we've got a race uh, of sentient androids here, but how many are there? A, a couple of hundred, a few thousand. Yeah. We're not talking like that they actually need to spread out across the galaxy here. No, no. There's that many of them. And yet, they're talking about putting trillions of lives... Oh, yeah. ...in the galaxy. Let's wipe out all organic life for us.
1: Yeah, it's a bit much. (laughs) It's a bit of an overreaction at this stage. But, yeah. They've captured Narek as well, so he comes back into the story. Um, But before that, we get a few nice little scenes. like we, We get spot two... Who's a yeah. robotic cat?
0: And here again, uh, Girati uh, describes Spot Two as the maiden.
1: Yes, true. Yeah, using the same goes scene. back
0: to Anton Indigo. Yeah, Anton Indigo uh, uh, sort of introduced himself as made by Doctor Sung.
1: Yeah, it's a good point, <laughs> and the, I think this—it's a really nice scene between Rios and Girati. Like we know, obviously, they've slept together earlier. Um, yeah. But they they show some real affection in this scene. I think, you know, it gives a lot more depth to that relationship than we necessarily thought was there.
0: Yeah, it isn't like it isn't just like being a one night stand. No. There could be something more to this.
1: Exactly, and I like that. I like that they've they've picked up on that thread and seem to be developing it. And then you know, sort of as a <laughs> counterpoint to that, we get a nice scene with Raffi and Picard. Where you know she says that she loves him, and Picard does his sort of awkward thing, and yeah, but then he says Which it back. I think
0: it's quite nice that he does say, "I love you." Yeah, so.
1: it does. It's and it shows how he's developed as a a character from when we saw him in Next Generation.
0: Well, I I think it's it's actually a development in the last few episodes. Maybe from so. When he met, saw Marina, and then the conversation he had with Soji. Yeah, last week about data. Yeah, I think you're right. That he did, and it, and she said, Data "loved you," and he admits that he loved Data. Yeah, I and, think he, and you're he's right. realizing that he can't can say these things. These people are close to him.
1: Yeah. And what this also does is it it takes Rafi and Rios, who are probably Picard's strongest allies at this point. And are probably the two most formidable fighters if it came to a fight, and it takes them out of the equation for now. They go back to the ship. Yeah,
0: they're gonna go try fix the ship. Which it, it
1: puts us in a position where we're building up to how the episode finishes. Picard's trying to get through to Starfleet Command, and
0: well, I think he has. I think he is. I think he has got through to Starfleet. Command. Yeah, I, I think, think it it'll,
1: I think it'll turn out that he has. And presumably, when he spoke to Clancy the other week, he's, you know, he said, "This is ultimately where we're trying to go. This is where the yeah. Romulans." Are. So they'll know to send that fleet there when he doesn't turn up at DS twelve.
0: Yeah, it's already the fleet's already on its way.
1: Yeah, and then we get a bit with Narek where there's this bit about how do you treat your prisoners, and she says, "Well, we've never had a prisoner before."
0: Yeah, how the Romulans yeah. treat that.
1: Their... <laughs> And he's like, yeah, we better not. We better not yeah, talk but, about yeah.
0: that. <laughs> Let's drop that conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then he tries it on with Sergi again, where he straight away goes, and he says, oh, I've been so worried about you. And she's wise to it now.
0: Yeah, and is is there, yeah, I had to lock you in. I was worried you were going to kill yeah. me when you activated.
1: Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Which is more or less how she she deals with him, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah she's wise to him it's not working anymore yeah i but, honestly do believe that he does love her
1: i think he does and i think she thinks that as well because she says you know and that's that's why i pity you because you're so twisted you know you, yeah you've actually fallen in love with me even though your whole thing is that you've got to kill me you know yeah and she says like i'm disgusted that i even felt pity for you <laughs> so yeah she's she is done with narek now oh yeah
0: yeah that's over with and which is good that she's seen the light
1: oh yeah and she that's it
0: she is is only three, so you can forgive her for being naive you
1: can do indeed and the thing the charm act's not working now and then we get the last of these sort of philosophical debates with soji and picard again where she's talking about the ethics and the logic of sacrifice. And Picard sort of slowly works out what she's actually getting at, and he's like, well, wait a minute, what are we talking about here? And that's when it kind of all kicks off, because Sutra lets Narek out, and she basically says, I I need to kill you, but I need you to do something. And he kills the other android.
0: Well... Has he killed the other android or did Sutra kill the other android? That's a
1: fair point. It could have been. She just needed Narek. Uh,
0: Yeah, because, like, we we got Narek looking at a brooch Hmm. because it's a brooch that's used to kill her. But I'm sort of... Has Narek done this or has Sutra actually killed... Did Sutra
1: just need to let Narek go so that she could blame it on one of the organics? Yeah. And this is... Yeah, she uses it as, like, a rallying call to everybody. You know, it's the organics have come here. One of us has died, and the only thing we can do now is call this federation to wipe everybody out. Yeah, and it's it's going back to what like Picard were talking about the other week about it, the using fear. It's you know basically yeah.
0: it's the using fear is a
1: weapon. It's it's it, it, it is a cultish thing here. In it? it's sutras, right? Come on, you get the impression the rest of the androids don't care one way or the other, you know, whether yeah, there's organic like, life in the universe.
0: Yeah. Like, I wonder if, uh, like, I think this is where we come down to, like, Sutra, if, if Dr. Sun does turn out to be Law, mm. which we, we think he will be, that Sutra is made from his memory and grammar.
1: Which should make sense. She's... And,
0: and that's why you've got some of them, like, oh, I wish I could remember a name, who's just being killed. Yeah,
1: I can't, I didn't write it down, I should have done.
0: Yeah, because she obviously has status memories because of how she greets Picard.
1: Yeah, and she's very innocent as well. And, you know, yeah. at one point she's going to let Narek out because he says he's hungry. And so she's like, no, no, don't do that.
0: Yeah, he's thirsty.
1: But she's trusting, yeah. And this this is a bit that's interesting in that Soong, oh, sorry, Sutra says, you know, me and Dr. Soong have made a beacon. And he's like, well, hang on. how? When have you done this? This is pretty quick if you've only just found out about the admonition.
0: Yeah. So this makes me or, think
1: this has been planned for a long time.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think there's, like... The, which... Well, we know that there was... Nine years ago, was it, that Rios encountered them? Yeah. So they were there already before that, so... And, like, I think we can say probably safely say that it's sometime around when Mars was just after Mars. Yeah. So I'm probably looking about thirteen years
1: ago. That's when Maddox went and everything. And see, this yeah. this makes me wonder because earlier on in the episode, somebody says um, to Soji, they said, "Did you complete your mission?" And she says, "Yes." So, from Soji's perspective, from the android's perspective, what was her mission? Just to go and find out what's going on on the Borg Cube.
0: Uh, no, I think I think it was to go find out um, what the Romulans were up to with the Borg Cube and what the Romulans, yeah, uh, were planning on with synthetic life. Because I think they know that it was the Romulans involved in the plot. Yeah. So they've wanted to find out why did the Romulans set this up with, for the synthetics?
1: Yeah, maybe so. I mean, the thing—if you look at it the other way and you look at it, this is all a plot by sutra and soon slash law if he is law it makes a lot more sense because it's we send soji to the borg cube her mission is actually to give away where they are yeah. that's what they want her to do so that a romulan fleet turns up so that they can use the fear of it to get to them to the agree. Ex- of Artificial
0: Intelligence.
1: Exactly. So that makes a lot more sense. If this is all, if Soji has just been a pawn to get to yeah, this stage,
0: which, which it, uh, sort of, which if the if they already knew about this, mm. then perhaps Sutra hasn't actually mind melded.
1: Well, she wouldn't have needed to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They already knew what the admission ad- ad- was. Yeah. Abolition.
1: Which is why they've been able to build a, a beacon because they know what they And have this for.
0: plan all in place.
1: Yeah, that that to me, that's what it seems like, and it makes a lot more sense if you look at it that way. Yeah,
0: that and she, that way, like when she do, does the mind meld, we're seeing what she's interpreted it from it previously. Yeah,
1: we could be doing. So, yeah, that, that's my take on it at the moment. I'm, I may be blown out of the water next week, but it seems to make sense to me Yeah, at the minute. And then you get Picard saying, you know, I'm going to advocate for you to the Federation. I will get them to end the ban. And then, soon, jumps in and says, "No, they won't. They haven't. They didn't listen to you 14 years ago. They won't For listen Mars, to you now. About Mars, they won't listen
0: to you now. But and we already know that they are listening. We to do, him.
1: and I think they will because Picard's going to show. No, the Romulans did Mars. It wasn't well. The well, synths. the Federation
0: are already listening to him. Out of the Clans, exactly." She's already said, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, they're not good the Federation are trying to help them get from getting wiped out by the Romulans, so Yeah. Which again makes So Sung
0: p- doesn't know this when he's arguing with Picard.
1: But or even, you know, if he did know it, he's still playing to his own agenda at this stage. Yeah. And Soji seems like she's siding with them at this stage. Like she says, we can't be your means of redemption, Picard which I, I think they totally can. I think they are his means of redemption. I think
0: they are his redemption. I think, it, like, I think from an audience point of view, we, we're we already past the point of Picard being redeemed. Oh, yeah,
1: of course. I mean, to the audience, he didn't need a huge lot, but for him, I think if he saves these people, he'll feel some degree of it. Yeah. Um, I'm not convinced that Soji's 100% on their side.
0: Oh no! I don't think she's. I think like, I think she's from data.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think Girard is on their side either. I think she's using this. She thinks. Well, wait a minute. If I tell them that I'm on their side, I can do more good,
0: and I can move around. I'm exactly. Not house
1: so I, I think she's playing that side of it at the moment. Yeah. And and she's playing, she's going, look, I'll help you to survive by finishing this golem and everything so that you don't get killed. Um, and then we finish the episode, we see Commodoro on the Romulan ship. So, presumably, her work at Starfleet's done now. This is what they've been building to.
0: Yeah. So she's. Yeah, she's back, she's back with the Jacques
1: uh, Yeah, she's ditched it now. I'm off back to Romulan's, off I go and she's part of this fleet and they're 24 hours away and that's yeah. she set up for next week
0: <laughs> yeah so where do we think we're going
1: we've got to have a battle what do,
0: we, what do we think we're going to have
1: I think we're going to have a big battle
0: I think we're going to have the ball cube's going to be operational not fully operational but operational Yeah. and it's got to be sort of holding the Romulans back, if not beating them. Yeah. I think Starfleet's going to fly in at the last minute to save the barbecue.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised there. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of the ships is commanded by somebody we know. Maybe Worf.
0: Yeah, Maybe Riker, if they've had to draft him in. Or Harry, they might let Harry Kim have a ship as captain. Oh, that'd
1: be good. It'd be good if he was...
0: wouldn't that be nice for him after all that That'd time be great. If he actually turned up as a captain?
1: Even better if it was Admiral Kim and he's in charge of the whole <laughs> fleet.
0: Well, like, in uh, Endgame, sort of when it goes to future, we do have Captain Kim.
1: Yeah, true.
0: So um, I'm trying to think how far in the future Endgame was.
1: I can't remember. The and the, there's that other episode as well, Timeless, I think, where you have a a captain as what well, Kim as a captain.
0: Yeah, so But yeah, yeah that'd be
1: I, that'd be I very be nice.
0: If, uh, and let's hope that, that if he is not saying he will be, but if he is, don't put it in the credits.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, whoever <laughs> I don't think I'll watch the credits next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And skip, also skip the, the credits, yeah, advice for next week, just in case.
1: Yeah, just in case. When
0: you watch the Amazon on the Amazon Prime, it says skip credits, press the button.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's worth taking the chance next week because there might be a nice surprise.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, obviously, the other strand of the episode is going to be Picard getting out. I think I Girardi will free him.
0: And I think, think... Girardi will free him. I think he's going to... Beyond the point of death, I think Dry is going to put him in this column.
1: Maybe so, yeah. And he's also going to win the androids' trust. He's going yeah, to expose uh, whether it's... going
0: to be exposed as being law Data's evil twin. And because so many of them are based on Data, they'll recognise him as being... Exactly,
1: yeah. And then hopefully we'll get a, a good enough resolution that it won't be a painful wait for season two.
0: Yeah, I think that we'll have droid are saved on the planet, but the call's gone out to this Federation of artificial intelligence. Oh, maybe,
1: yeah. So they're gonna and, still so be. Like,
0: and I think the cliffhanger could be this huge fleet.
1: Yeah, of whatever.
0: <laughs> of whatever. This huge fleet of Vija probes.
1: That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> and then it's Picard's task is to somehow convince this species that are beyond time and space not to kill everybody yeah 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 that would work for season two
0: season two and season three yeah i think that I, like i don't i think there's too much here to end in one episode
1: i think there is to th- there's definitely threads that you can pull on
0: yeah. going um, forward like, we know for a fact like we know that discovery season two has ended on a the cliffhanger them going into the future from it, it, what ti- it tied up a story, but we had a massive cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. A, f- into a thousand years into the future.
1: <laughs> yeah. And from what we've so seen not, of that. They're
0: not scared to do a big cliffhanger.
1: No, they're not. And from what we've seen of season three of Discovery, the, the Federation is not in the best of shape that far in yeah. the future. Maybe this is the part of what gets them there. Possibly. Though there does look to be some organic life in it, so presumably they don't succeed, but we'll see. So yeah, I think that about does us for this week, doesn't it? It does. As we mentioned last week, with most places being on lockdown at the minute, certainly in the UK at the time of recording we are. Um,
0: It's pretty much worldwide. Uh, I've got friends... Friends across Europe, a lot of yeah, Europeans are ahead of us on lockdown, to be fair. Yeah,
1: they are. Uh, and America it's quite big. so
0: what- uh, I've got friends in South Africa, and they've been told their country goes on to lockdown on, as of Wednesday. Yeah. So, so, so there's people who are working some people, a lot of not working, but there's people who are working for two more days.
1: Absolutely. So what we want to try and do with the podcast, and obviously we appreciate, you know, people have got a lot on. You've maybe not got a, as much time if you're looking after kids and everything for listening to podcasts, and we really do appreciate anyone who is listening through this. Where, you know, if we provide you with a little bit of entertainment or what have you while it's going on, we've done our job, but we we want to try and expand it out so anyone who's listening if you want to come on the show you want to have a chat about Star Trek let us know on the Facebook group just search for it on Facebook we're on Twitter at RetrekPod uh, you can email us retrekpod at gmail.com let us know if you want to come on the show and we'll set something up because we're, we've are we got plenty of time to be recording things
0: yeah we know we uh... Discoveries ought to be in the future, so we thought we'd look at time travel in Star Trek. Exactly.
1: So, uh, you know, we, we've we picked out the first two episodes, so it's going to be uh, Tomorrow is Yesterday from TOS Season 1, uh, which is the first Star Trek time travel story. And then, which is a good
0: place to start.
1: Absolutely. And then E-Squared, is it, from Enterprise, the name of the episode? Yeah,
0: yeah we thought, like, there's a lot of... There's a few Enterprise time travel stories, but a lot of them are part of big story arcs but this yeah. one is quite a good standalone it is yeah and we've, and we've not looked at an enterprise episode yet so no that's
1: true we want it's get quite it nice and to look at
0: one of the enterprise because let's not we i know it's not everyone's favorite but it is still part of the Absolutely star not. trek and, family
1: and there's a lot of great stuff in enterprise there's some great stuff you in, know
0: and, and, one it the, does
1: get really good. One of the things, you know, we, the, the reason we're having to exclude a lot of Enterprise is because there's the Zindi arc and there's the Temporal Cold War arc, both of which we want to have a look at in the future. So that's why we're, we're not showing as much love for Enterprise in the time travel, but we are going to kick it off the first Yeah, we're going episode. to kick it
0: off by looking at an Enterprise episode because we haven't covered any Enterprise. Yeah.
1: So if you want to come on the show, if you want to have a chat about Star Trek let us know and we'll set something up now that we've got a bit of time. But I think that'll do us for this week. We'll be back with the Picard finale. So thanks for trekking with us this time. We'll see you next time on the re Thanks
0: a lot. Bye-bye.